Hello there and welcome to another episode of Roy's Rocket Radio, recorded on Saturday the 7th of March 2015 at 10.15. Uh, this is episode 72. So hello again. So we'll start with a bit of the news. Now, I'm actually supposed to be somewhere else, or I, I was supposed to be somewhere else. But let's just say that I did a bit of bookkeeping. And it turned out that missing a couple of appointments means that I can spend the money that I would otherwise have used travelling on some cheap studio equipment instead of just speaking into a recorder. So that's why I'm in tonight, and that's uh, and the reason I'm doing an extra podcast on Saturday is tomorrow I should be having another guest. But I'll let that be a surprise. Uh, and also, uh, strangely enough, there's, I think I might be guesting in someone else's podcast on Wednesday. So it's quite a full week. Uh, and because I've got the guest tomorrow, I thought that I'd get uh, through all, my, uh, all the stuff, all the techie and nerdy stuff that's built up over the week, so that I've got the uh, show free to just chat to the guest tomorrow. And, yeah, and as well as the uh, travelling money thing, uh, the other thing is it didn't really help that the PayPal donation uh, thing turned out to be, uh, well, something that I couldn't really do. I noticed a lot of the other podcasters and uh, bloggers especially um, he used the PayPal donation uh, button. But it does say in their documentation that you're not supposed to do it. And I, I, I don't know, I feel like I'm stuck uh, as to what to do, really. I've even noticed some, some really quite high-profile bloggers. Uh, there was one particular security blogger. Uh, I think he might even be a CEO. Uh, who is uh, asking for donations? So, I, I'm not quite sure why why I shouldn't do it, but I haven't done it yet. So, so I'm a bit short of the cash. Uh, and part of the reason that I want to upgrade the studio to some, uh, when I say studio equipment, all I'm really saying is a fairly cheap mixer, a couple of mics, and some boom stands. But the reason why I'd like to do this is I would like to get some of my content, uh, including guests, onto normal radio, like FM radio, or, or at least streaming radio. And I've had a look uh, at some of the community stations out there, and their operation doesn't seem that much more sophisticated than my own, apart from the fact that I don't have a mis- mixing de- desk. So that's really why I feel the need to upgrade. And it's also why I'm in on Saturday speaking into a tiny recorder rather than, well, doing whatever normal people do on Saturday night. So, enough of that. Uh, On to writing. Okay, uh, by now, 
at least I should have got two of those Kindle singles out, and I haven't yet. Um, it's due to a number of things. Uh, the writing's well finished, <laughs> but I'm being delayed by, well, this week quite a few pointless meetings and phone calls and resulting in nothing, uh, but also uh, the proofreading is a bit of a pain, uh, sorting out the covers is a bit of a pain, I've given up uh, trying to scrounge or borrow or buy more gear like a tripod uh, to take photographs for the cover. All I'm going to do for the photography is uh, photograph the image as best I can and then manipulate the image in Photoshop until it's all nice and straightened out. And on the subject of, of writing, I, I've bought some of those WH Smith do-it-yourself business cards in a little kit and it's a complete faff. Uh, the sheets don't match the templates that they've actually given me uh, for those particular sheets. So I'm getting four business cards per ten card sheet, um, which is really annoying because uh, I'm gearing up to hopefully meet agents or at least uh, query agents uh, and having a business card might be a good idea. Um, on the other hand, the cards that I print out, they look a little ominous. Uh, I've got the old skull with the cross pens rather than bones, because I write. Uh, but they do look a bit sinister. I'm not sure what to do. I, I'm not sure whether to um, change them so, so that they're just plain text business cards uh, without any skulls or sinister embellishment. Uh, but on the other hand, I do write horror too, so, you know, it's kind of expected. So I'm not sure what to do about that, but I've printed out ten of them and they look fairly okay, only very slightly misaligned. Thanks, WH Smith. Um, so... Okay, so business cards and delays. Uh, I've made, made plenty of procrastinating excuses. Uh, the next thing, uh, now, as I've said, these uh, couple of last pieces of work are shorts, they're Kindle shorts, so they're, uh, well, mine are 5,000 words long. Uh, I've done a few of them now. Uh, and I'm considering whether to do more or just to stick to novels. Now, given the amount of time uh, and fuss that it's just taken, uh, well, it takes to produce just one piece, uh, and then doing the cover, and then putting it up on Kindle. I'm thinking of just concentrating on novels from now on, at least after this spate of pushing stuff out on, on the Kindle. I mean, I think I'll still do shorts, but just as a side thing to get my name out there. Something I forgot, I should have mentioned this in the news section, but the podcast downloads. Now, last month, there were a humongous amount of podcasts downloaded, uh, about one and a half thousand, uh, about 60 gig, which is, <laughs> which is enormous. But I noticed uh, 
a good 30 gig of that happened on a couple of days. So I'm not sure what happened there unless someone had, uh, I don't know, uh, planted pots on my site and streamed something else out. I don't, I don't know what happened there. Um, but now I'm getting a, a more normal about 20 a day, which is still high compared to what it was last year. Uh, so with a week gone, I've the bandwidth for my podcast is about 7 gig. So it's about a gig a day and 20 downloads a day. So I suppose last month might have been the, the peculiar exception. So I don't know. don't really know why that happened. Okay. Um, oh, and the last thing is... Uh, just want to reiterate, I, I am sorry for the delay, um, especially if you're waiting to read something of mine. Uh, I got some minor positive uh, feedback from the game writer in the mist, so I'm guessing the writing style's alright. Uh, so let's hope the prose version also uh, gets uh, some favourable uh, comments. Uh, but again, sorry for the delays, uh, and it will happen very soon now. And on to the movies now. So the big news is that Ripley is to return in Neil Blomkamp's Alien uh, 5, or, or rather 3, uh, depending on what you read, uh, because apparently Neil Blomkamp was going to, or let slip, that he wanted to ignore most of the Alien franchise apart from Alien, the first film, and Aliens, the second film. Which is absolutely fine by me, because I really don't like the other films. I've, in fact, even before I read that, I, I was going to say this on the podcast, I only like the first two, because... Uh, especially only in the first film, which is absolutely brilliant, and to a lesser extent, Aliens, uh, which is more of an action movie rather than a horror movie. Um, and it does seem likely, especially since that this is going to happen, I mean, the uh, Neil Blomkamp alien, because Sigourney Weaver has been hitting the celebrity tour circuit to promote Blomkamp's uh, Chappie, the new science fiction film uh, about a, a renegade robot. So I really do think this is going to happen, unless, of course, Chappie tanks, and we all know how fickle Hollywood can be. Uh, but fingers crossed that it will happen. Um, since... Blumkamp uh, was reported in saying that he would start off from the second Alien film, so with the third film carrying on from there. He has retracted a bit from saying that. I'm not sure why he's retracted. Maybe he, he rubbed uh, some Hollywood people the wrong way. Uh, who knows? But it is going to happen. And the script has already been written by Blumkamp. Let's just hope it blows Prometheus right out of the water. <laughs> I didn't like Prometheus. Um, it's not that I didn't like the whole film, but you know what spoiled it for me? The um, uh, the Cthulhu mythos moment 
with the tentacles and the big rubber alien head. You know, I, you know what's sad about Prometheus is I think there was a really good film in there. But somehow, I don't know, with the editing or some of the decisions they made, um, it, it didn't work. I'm just thinking, with all that extra footage they always have when they that ends up on the cutting room floor, you would have thought they could have salvaged something great out of that. Uh, I didn't like the rubber head. So, that's it for the movie news this week. And on with the TV. Now, Ascension 2014 played over Christmas, and this is a science fiction uh, TV series it, uh, by largely the effort of a guy called Philip Blevins who worked on Smallville as uh, a writer and a script editor and I think a producer. Uh, so Ascension is a US, US and Canadian co-production for sci-fi filmed, I think, in Montreal. It stars Trisha Helfer who plays a similar Lady Macbeth-type role to that of Teague's wife uh, in BSG. So there's a bit of a parallel there. Um, and it was shown as a three-part miniseries shown late last year. Uh, apparently it was done this way because, if successful, it, it was a way of gauging how uh, the audience would view this new potential franchise. And if it did well with the demographics, it would become a show. Now, personally, I think it's actually pretty great. Though it's had rather more mixed reviews from others out there. Without giving too much away, it's about a multi-generational ship sent to colonise a planet in the Proxima Centauri system. So by multi-generational, because we can't travel faster than light yet, <laughs> um, the idea is that you put families on board who have children and their descendants and so on down the line until the descendants of their descendants of their descendants eventually are the people to colonise uh, the new planet. And actually, that's all I can really say about it without spoiling it. It's just one of those shows that almost anything you say will spoil it. So I won't talk about it much more. Um, oh, but another good thing about it is I did learn a bit about proper hard space science watching it in one particular episode, which I had to wiki thing later on, but yeah. There is hard science in there, so it's uh, there is a dose of hard science fiction, which is good and, and very rare on television. If you are about to watch it, I strongly recommend that you do not wiki it or even stick the word ascension into Google, because I guarantee you're going to spoil it for yourself. Um, now, as we all know, sci-fi changed its name from sci-fi spelt the usual way, S 
CIFI to SYFY for the incredibly idiotic reason that they thought the, the, the former way sounded too geeky. Um, and this is a channel that also brought you Sharknado. So it is quite amazing that they haven't managed to screw things up this time. And refreshing too. So, it, hopefully, this is a return to glory for sci-fi after the uh, naming Davacool and the alienating the audience mess, and uh, maybe it will do nearly as well, at least, as BSG. Uh, I'm not sure what will happen, because, like I said, I'm not in the majority. It's got kind of mixed reviews, uh, although I think it's really good. But it's certainly a, a good start for sci-fi, so well done, Philip Levens. That's it for... Oh, another bit of TV news. The Last Man of Earth, on Earth, 2015. So this is a current new comedy sci-fi from Fox about, as I ch well, as the title says, The Last Man on Earth. He's a man who just finds that one day everyone else but him has died. Um, and the spin on this is the last man is extremely ordinary and average. Um, but the show couldn't just then, uh, couldn't just uh, rest with one guy. Although it probably could, it would have been quite interesting. But eventually he does meet his Eve character. But again, she is also average, cranky, and annoying. So they make uh, a fairly annoying couple, actually. Uh, it's okay and occasionally ed edgy, but I found I didn't find it too entertaining, uh, which apparently puts me at odds with everyone else. Uh, but then I suppose it all equal equals out in the end, as I do prefer Ascension, which seems to be the less popular of the two. Well, The Last Man on Earth feels like more like a Twilight Zone episode rather than material for a show. Also, it puts me in mind very slightly of ITV's post-apocalyptic sci-fi sitcom Cockroaches that also started this year. You'll have to judge for yourself whether it's worth a watch, but it's not my cup of tea. I much prefer Ascension. So that's it for the TV news this week. Um, technology. So we're just been, we're in the uh, the wash of the Mobile World Congress uh, that was held in Barcelona just recently. Uh, the news especially the tech news is full of it. Uh, so rather than going through every single revelation, every single thing that happened during the Mobile World Congress, I'll just pick, pick out a few of the things that interested me personally. So the Mo Mobile World Congress, as the name suggests, is kind of the... Well, the year's mobile phone show, although it's slightly more than that too. Um, 
thing that I that caught my eye was the, and I'm going to almost certainly pronounce this wrong, the Meizu MX4 Ubuntu Edition. Yes, Ubuntu. So it's nice to see an Ubuntu phone at last, after the last attempt failed, which was a pity. If you remember back, Ubuntu came out with something called the Ubuntu Edge that they tried to kickstart and it, it failed horribly. Um, from a hardware point of view, the, the I think it was the Edge. Was it the Edge? It probably wasn't. Anyway, it was something that looked really cool and industrial-looking phone. Uh, so the hardware looked good. I don't know how well it would have worked, but it, it tanked. And the project never took off. But they're at it again, and this time... Uh, in conjunction with another company who build up the phones for them. But the big question, of course, is will it be better than Android? TechRadar have done a hands-on with a handset and say that the phone is well-specced and built, but lacks apps, is buggy and has no way to expand storage. Although the storage isn't so bad anyway, because you have options of 16, 32 or 64 gig. The prices uh, uh, are estimated to to start around £260 when it goes on the market. Let's just hope they iron out those software bugs. And yeah, it, it really will be good to see someone else in the marketplace. Um, I know there was another device, I think it was one of those, um, I'm trying to rack my brain it's now, the, oh, I can't remember. But someone else at the uh, is showing at the MWC a phone that's running a phone or a device that's running WebOS. Uh, if you remember back to that uh, operating system that was created for I think Palm, it's, it's so long ago now. But anyway, that's it. Ubuntu. MX4 Ubuntu edition by Meizu. The other piece of news is Samsung. Samsung have make, been making big noises about their curved screen. So this is a, a phone with a curved screen where the display actually shows on the edges of the phone as well, uh, which is technologically quite clever. Um, but it's hardly gadget lust inducing. So I don't know why they're making such a big deal of this. It sounds like they're trying to... Um, they're trying to, uh, I don't know, promote... Not promote their techies. Making a big noise about their technology, technological advances. At least it's probably going to make the engineers happy to get some recognition at last. I heard, I think on BBC Click, that they will be seeing that curved screen, uh, or was it another podcast, but I don't know. I, I heard that we're going to be seeing the curved screen in the S6 when it does come out.
The other piece of news is that Valve have finally got into the VR headset game. And they've done this by partnering up with HTC. Um, the device is called the Vive, V-I-V-E. Um, and I suppose it's not surprising that Valve got involved at last because they are you know, a gaming company. Um, I have no idea how good it is, but the device itself looks suitably Borg-like. It's kind of black and rubbery looking, which I, I kind of, I like the look of it. Uh, makes you look like a Borg, I suppose. Uh, I think we'll have to do a show at some stage just about VR sometime soon, because things are definitely heating up pretty rapidly now. The only thing I hope, though, is when when the whole VR, well, when, when the headsets start to go on sale uh, from Oculus and Samsung and, and Sony and whoever else is uh, getting involved, uh, I just hope that the devices are wireless, uh, because I don't fancy being tethered to uh, a PC. I mean, how's that going to work? You, you really want to be wearing this thing and sat on a sofa. You don't want to be on a swivel chair in front of your PC with this great big gubbins on your head. So fingers crossed it's all wireless. And it's all also really affordable. Uh, fat chance. Okay. So, just about the last thing I wanted to talk about today is checking your internet connection speed. Now, I, if I check the status of my internet connection, so if you're using Windows, say, 7, and you look at the SysTray, and you right-click on your internet connection, uh, one of the options is to look at the status. Now, when I do this, I'm told that I'm connected at 144 Mbps. But that seems very, very fast, and I really don't trust that, that, that um, measurement. And the reason I don't trust it is because downloading things isn't too bad you know it's not hyper fast but it's not too bad uploading things is terrible uh, talking on skype usually is okay uh, but it's not brilliant so that figure makes no sense to me so what i did is i tested it online now you might need to have java installed but to run some of these tests. It really depends on how they work, but I tried uh, two services. One was called broadbandspeedchecker.co.uk and with that I got a download speed of 4.59 Mbps and an upload speed of 0.29 MBPS. Now, those are pretty low, and I decided to, you know, do things scientifically and use a, a completely different speed tester as well. 
which so happens to be called speedtest.net. And I got a very, very similar... Uh, I got very similar figures. Uh, download, 4.14 Mbps. Upload, 0.36 Mbps. So, in conclusion, I'm, I'm really not sure what BT promises for their cheapest broadband deal, which is what I have, but this does seem phenomenally low. On the other hand, I am using a wireless connection, but you, you know what's really interesting? My wireless connection is better and more reliable than my wired connection, which for some reason is terrible. Uh, yes, the, the telephone line is filtered, but who knows what's going on. Not, not really impressed with BT, but that's what you want to do if you want to check, if you would like to check your internet connection. Uh, so those two websites again that I used to do that was broadbandspeedchecker.co.uk and speedtest.net. Just remember to stop all your uh, bandwidth hogging activities while you carry out this test so that you get an accurate reading. So that's really it for the show this week. Thanks for listening. Uh, tomorrow we have another episode with a guest, fingers crossed. Next week, uh, next Sunday I suppose, there'll be another writing update and the return of the Doctor Who Marathon. Like I said, uh, I think at the top of the show I mentioned that I might be guesting on someone else's show soon. Uh, which will be nice. So, all in all, there may be, including today's podcast, uh, one, two, so one today, one tomorrow, one sometime during the week, three podcasts this week, uh, and then another one on Sunday. Uh, so, if you'd like to download these, just stay tuned and subscribe. If you want to subscribe, go to roymatur.com. That's R-O-Y-M-A-T-H-U-R.com slash podcast dot html. And you'll find about 100 million ways to uh, subscribe, which might be a slight exaggeration, but <laughs> there you are. So, with the time at just past quarter to eleven, this is the end of Roy's Rocket Radio for Saturday, the 7th of March 2015. I can't even remember what episode this was. Oh, episode 72. So, hopefully, there'll be another show for you to download to tomorrow. So, see you then. So, bye for now. Bye.